All right. Hello, hello, hello. It's your man, the Marcus Harvey. And this is the Urban Legends Podcast with the Ghost Bros. Brought to you by Discovery Plus. I am Jawan Mass, you know, the paranormal poppy. And I am one of the paranormal investigators from your favorite trio, the Ghost Brothers. You cannot forget about me, baby. It's the bad boy of paranormal himself. Dalen Spratt, and welcome to our podcast. Have you missed us? Of course they have. It's us. What you talking about? Man, I hope so, because we have a great show in store for you today. Man, we have YouTube famous ghost hunters Sam and Kobe. All right, so Sam and Kobe travel around haunted houses across the world and have been seen by millions of viewers. In fact, they started on Vine. Y'all remember Vine? Wow, yeah. That seems like ages ago. Well, they were on there when they were in high school and then they moved to YouTube in 2014. Our Urban Legends covers something Sam and Kobe and us are very familiar with. It's the haunted homes. And wait for it. Of Lizzie Borden. So Sam and Kobe have actually visited the Lizzie Borden house. As a reminder, Lizzie Borden was a woman tried and acquitted in 1892 for the axe murder of her father and stepmother in Massachusetts. No one else was charged in the murders, though. So everybody thought she did it? (laughs) How did that work out? Well, I mean, she's guilty, you know. She is guilty. Well, I mean, we don't know that, though, right? Like, several people have been, like, found guilty or something and not been guilty. There's been a whole bunch of people that's been found guilty. They've had documentaries. They, have, pro- they have projects like Innocent Project, Wrongful Conviction the, Podcast. The Salem like, Witch Trial. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? Actually, Jesus was falsely accused, too. He was. You know what? But she was still guilty. I ain't gonna play. Everybody else is innocent, but she's guilty, though. That's wild. But you know what's wild, though? The guys actually have a personal connection to Lizzie. I mean, when they visited her home, some odd things started to happen. One of the buddies of ours that we bring on all these trips is a cousin of Lizzie Borden, like a descendant (laughs) of the actual axe murderer. And so we go back and forth with stories with them all the time. And it's, it's just so interesting. But yeah, Lizzie Borden was one of the first times we had brought a medium along with us. Okay. And then at the Lizzie Borden house, there was just so many things that were just so spot on about the medium. Wow. Wait, like what? So what you're asking about the medium, but what I'm thinking about is what the freak. I mean, like, their friend is related to an infamous axe murderer, bro. When you I mean, think about that ain't nothing, man. Uh, when you think about it, it's, it's just a little crazy. Bro, come on now. You can't say that that's not crazy. Listen, like, I got a homeboy. Yeah. You got a homeboy. Cousin. Yeah. And listen. He got he got wait, bodies on too. Wait a second. That doesn't make you related. How you say I got a homeboy? <laughs> a homeboy is not <laughs> your, that's not it, bro. Right. So, haunted homes, right? Y'all remember all these haunted houses we did? Bro, we did a whole season. I mean, we went to all these different haunted homes that families still lived in. And to provide what? Like paranormal clarity, comfort. You remember resolve. that one time? When that ghost kicked that little baby off that tricycle? Yeah. The ghost definitely kicked. Yeah, in North Carolina. Yep, North yep. Carolina. Yep. And yeah. we brought in the person, and she tried to pray over me. Yeah. No, like she literally to, over you, though. No, she, like, was like, she was like, she got a lighter mic than I did. She yeah. was like, no, God, I got something to say, too. <laughs> this was nice, but I got another prayer. You know y'all what I'm saying? Were y'all, like, y'all were having prayer battles. We were. It was, it was 
It was like a, a rap battle. I, I, I thought I heard her curse. In, oh, <laughs> where? Like, wow. In your, in your <laughs> prayer. Wow. I mean, Yo. that, that spot was kind of demonic if you think about it, man. That was a really haunted place, man. And I couldn't imagine what, like, it would, what it would be like to live in a haunted space. You know what I'm saying? So let's go on to the story of Lizzie Borden. She was a woman tried and acquitted for the August 4th, 1892 axe murders of her father and stepmother in Fall River, Massachusetts. I mean, no one else was charged for the murders, and despite being hated by the other residents after being found not guilty, she actually spent the rest of her life in Fall River. Actor Chloe Seventy visited her house to prepare for a role playing Borden and experienced paranormal activity while staying there. Man, that's crazy. But y'all didn't know this, though. The murder happened in broad daylight. Damn! Broad daylight? Daylight, bro. At one of the busiest times, you know, with horses and street traffic. Y'all got to remember, this was back in the 1800s. What did she allegedly do? Her father, Andrew, and stepmother, Abby Borden, were butchered to death with a hatchet as Abby was cleaning upstairs in her bedroom, and Andrew was actually asleep on the couch downstairs. You know what? If I got my head chopped off, I would want it to be on my couch while I was asleep. Because you already comfortable. And you ain't going to just cut my head off while I'm awake. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So that's the only way that you can really do that to me. And then how the heck is she going to kill Abby? And Abby was the only one cleaning up. That's why she got caught the first time. Because see, if she would have killed, she she probably killed Abby first, right? Because she was cleaning. Then she mm. went down and, cut, and, and killed her uh, daddy, right? Wow, Detective Harvey. Yeah, the mind of a serial killer. I'm just saying. If, that's I, you, if I would do it. <laughs> that's how you would have did it. I would have said, hey, Abby, go downstairs and clean that up. Or you next. <laughs> and then she would have been next. And then I would have just cleaned one site versus mm, Abby clean two sites. Efficiency. You see what I'm saying? Man, we got to uh, get back to this. Come on, man. That's funny. <laughs> you know what's even more creepy, though? The house today still has the same furniture the original hardware, and the doors are still intact. It's a tourist attraction. Can y'all believe that? Even the artifacts from the murder case are displayed from the double murder. Dang. They just kept the furniture and stuff in there? That's wild. That's wild. I thought I was cheap. (laughs) But that's a different level. (laughs) That's a different level. Okay. Y'all know that y'all can actually stay there, too? What? Yeah, you can stay there. Like over, like a... Haunted B and B. Hey, listen. They even give you the same breakfast that she had. You know how crazy that is. Hey, hey, hey. You want to taste the taste of death? That's what. The, that's crazy, man. Man, but does it ever like bother y'all that like it's almost like we're glorifying someone's worst, worst, worst day and worst experience? So, like, you're looking at, like, Lizzie Borden House. It's an interesting story. Everyone's intrigued by it. But, damn, man, dude really got his head chopped off on his couch. And now you got people coming 80 years later, like, taking selfies on it. <laughs> like, it's two sides. It's wild. Because, like, you got some people who want to care about the bottom line, like the dollar amount. Because you know you can really see it. Bro, you can imagine how much money you'd make off that property. Listen, I'm telling y'all, bro, if something ever happened to me, God forbid, I'm going to try to make every... Dollar. Every dollar. Okay. Okay. I want y'all to do a Ghost Brothers special. You know we're gonna do a search of. Yeah. We're gonna do a hologram. Do a hologram. Gotcha. A whole season. <laughs> we will get our GED. We will get every dollar. Get every dollar. Please sell T-shirts with my face on it. Yeah. In the public. All right. We want to hear from you, listeners. 
If you have a creepy story to tell or a paranormal experience, please leave a voice note and let us know at ghostbrotherspodcast.com. But check out a creepy story that we have for you right here from Gretchen Mann in Georgia. About 10 years ago, I was with a group that went to South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, to investigate a hospital there. You know, an old hospital, it's closed down. We're investigating, and I was paired up with our head investigator and a couple of other people. His name is Ed, and Ed had just had hip surgery not long ago, and he was walking with a cane. When he walked, it was very slow, and the sound it made was ka-clunk, ka-clunk, ka-clunk. I said, I wonder if Ed and the guys are up yet. And no sooner did I say that did we hear Ed coming down the hall in that cane, ka-clunk, 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 all the way down the hall. Uh, We went out there pretty quickly, and so we ran to the nurse's station, no Ed. Did not see him, had no idea where he went. So we turned on our monitors to see where Ed was, (laughs) see if we could see him on any of our cameras. Uh, And I think that's what we experienced. Ed said he'd been upstairs with the guys for about 30 minutes and that he was not downstairs in the hallway. Yo, that's wild, because I think we actually investigated that same building, bro. Yeah, old South Pittsburgh Hospital. Oh, bro, that place was stupid. Remember we investigated, we were on like, I want to say one of the upper floors, and like the ball started randomly moving at the end of the hallway. Remember we were all lined up in the hall doing Mm -hmm. that group investigation? Mm Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it was some weird, it was some weird and eerie energy at Old South Pittsburgh. So like Gretchen, we feel you. Once again, that's ghostbrotherspodcast.com. Please leave us a voice note around a minute long and uh, make sure it's creepy. Yeah, man. And you genuinely might hear yourself on this podcast. Plus, make sure you give us a review and leave some comments. Because you know what? A five-star review from you means another season for us. All right, gentlemen, it is that time of the show. Quiz mania! Quiz mania! How about we play this little game, right? Haunted homes worldwide. Wow. I'm going to test your knowledge on the paranormal creepy homes around the globe. And you have to guess which country, or better still, what city, town, or region this house is located if you guess a country, you get one point. And a specific area, two points. You get it? I think so. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go, guys. A woman called Sarah Pardee Winchester built a mansion to appease spirits. Where is this place located? Eh, San Jose, California. Winchester House, California, West Coast. I don't know which one if you answer first. <laughs> that was me. But you know so, which answer is right and which answer is not right? I know. <laughs> I know the Winchester is right. So that's, that's five the house. points. That's the house. That's the house. That's five points. Because I that's, gave you the house. I, you okay, asked, where you know is what? it? Because you're just telling me how to do my point system. <laughs> <laughs> one point deducted. <laughs> okay. Uh, good job, Juwan and Dalen. You do get a point. So you're out of the, you're out of the dog house. You're only at negative three right now. <laughs> you're working my way up, baby. You're working your way up. Jawan, you're at three points, I believe. All right, guys. And we do know, th- and you know what's funny about that Winchester house? Y'all remember when we went to the Winchester house? I do. Mm-hmm. That was a good episode. That was a great episode. Season two, you guys got to go check out Ghost Brothers, the first, like the first iteration of Ghost Brothers. We went to the Winchester house. Me and Dalen were actually doing an, an investigation 
And I was, I had some paper. Like, so they, no, I had rope, right? Let's it be was honest, rope. I got lost and y'all were trying to come find me. We were trying to come find you. And I was like, you know what? Because he got lost. We need to make sure we don't get lost. Right. So I had a rope to where our beginning spot was. Mm-hmm. Dayton, what'd you do? Uh, I followed you. <laughs> With what else in your hand? <laughs> Yeah, bro, you you bringing up old stuff. Oh, now nah, I'm bringing up old stuff. <laughs> yeah, bring because I'm bringing up old stuff, that's a point taken away from you now. <laughs> no, nah, bro, that's funny. You were putting the rope down to retrace your steps. <clears throat> Dalen was following you, picking the rope up. Picking the rope up. <laughs> we getting even more lost, man. That's crazy. He just had care for the property. Listen, that's all. either you're going to clean up or you're going to recycle. You got to be either or. Either or. But both, either you got to pick up that but rope. Bo- both ends up with that rope in your hand, baby. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. All right, guys. Next question. You guys ready for this? Yes. Where is the house of death? Um, Definitely Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Let's go with... It's East Coast, so I got to go with maybe like Pennsylvania. Both of you guys are wrong, but it was New York. <laughs> oh! <laughs> New York, yes. New York, New York, big city of dreams. They also have the house of death. That's a brownstone off of Fifth Avenue. It's reported to be terrorized by 22 ghosts, bro. Whoa. 22 ghosts. Residents claim to have seen a lady in white and even a gray cat. When you see a gray cat ghost, that's when you know you're spot hunted. Because they the ghosts even have pets. All right, next question, guys. What about the castle of Good Hope? Is that near the Cape of Good Hope? So South Africa. Well, if it's a castle, I know it ain't in Atlanta. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, somewhere in in England. Dalen, I have never seen you get dominated in a game this much. I won. You're 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 in the negative right now. And Jawan, that answer, of course, was right. What? Said, South Africa. Ain't no way in hell you got that right. <laughs> the Good Hope gives it away. Hey, no, man. it doesn't. <laughs> Built in the 17th century by the Dutch East. Indian Company, the Castle of Good Hope is South Africa's oldest building, y'all. Huh. Okay, so let's see who won. All right. With a grand total of four, Jawan, you have that. How many points did I get? Dalen, with a grand total of negative five. (laughs) Cue the music. That was actually a pretty good game, Marcus. Nice job. Thank you. All right, y'all, man. Let's go ahead and take a break, and we will see you in a bit. And when we get back, we will hear from Sam and Kobe. Welcome back. We are having a great time talking about Lizzie Borden and her creepy haunted homes on this episode. I'm really, really interested to hear from Sam and Kobe. (laughs) Word? I want to hear what they had to say. Man, just be patient. It is coming up. All right, all right, all right. Let's get into the interview. It's so great to be joined by Sam and Kobe, you know, YouTubers and a comedy duo that started their career on Vine, and now they're killing it on YouTube. They visit scary homes across the globe, from the haunted Saley House in their hometown in Kansas to as far as Dracula's Castle in Romania. Yo, how's it going, guys? Of course, yeah, for yeah, sure. Nice Thanks for having us. 
Awesome. Man, so tell me, which one's who? We got Sam and we got Kobe. I'm Kobe. Kobe, all right. I'm Sam, blonde one. <laughs> so what do you think, what would you say your first paranormal experience was? Oh Ooh, the first one that really changed our lives was the Queen Mary. But when was that? Like 2017? Yeah, 2017. Have you ever heard of the Queen Mary in Long Beach? Yeah, I have. That place is crazy. I mean, right now they had this room. So room B340, it was shut down for 30 plus years because of all the weird happenings in there. Like a bunch of people died and they were just like, yo, we don't want this liability. Right. And then they finally opened it back up and we got in there within the first week of it being shut down for so long. And yeah, we had one of those those nights that makes you think, wow, there really is something else out there. And that yeah. made us be like, okay, we got to dive deeper into this. Yeah. Man, they say the Queen Mary is like one of the most haunted places in LA. How would you describe the activity for you? Was it more kind of like demonic? Would you say it's more like a poltergeist? How, how would you feel like you were what you were encountering? What's kind of interesting about it is... When we first got there, we we kind of thought the place was like full of crap because we were investigating for like eight hours and 100%. nothing was happening on, on anything, whatever. And it, it was actually like right when we were about to pack up and leave, we were standing up, turned off the camera, turned off all the lights and everything. And the water faucet just turned on randomly in no the way. bathroom. Uh, and so, yeah, we ended yeah. up staying there for like a, an hour, an hour and a half, like trying to like contact whatever, you know, just did that. And we think it was probably something sort of on the demonic side since it was talking about like God and like um, not turning to him and all that stuff. Yeah. that's Yeah, I think it was more of like a trickster t- type of spirit. But it was one of those moments that was so surreal and we had never done anything like paranormal to this extent before. Right. Like it's so crazy. I um, it's, it's wild. Like we had an experience and we were investigating in the kitchen and literally randomly like the stove turns on. Like, out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, now you're having, like, this question of, like, (laughs) our safety at this point. Like, okay, the ghost could be a trickster, but, like, yo, you're turning on the stove and, like, we don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? And then you have the crew and they're like, yo, I've never seen anything like this happen before. So, like, when you start to get people corroborating the story, you're like, yo, this is some wild stuff, right? Like, when it's not just you. for such a long time, we were complete skeptics, uh, and we had been for many, many years, which is why we kind of didn't really do the paranormal side. We just did the abandoned side. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like over and over and over again, people are like, why do you believe? And it's like, because there's so many of those experiences that are just truly unexplainable mm-hmm. that you can't debunk it. No matter how logical you want to be, it's just impossible. Yeah. And it's like almost everybody you encounter has like one story, but like they're afraid to share it just because it's like nobody wants to be labeled. Yeah. And it only takes that part one story like like spark an interest in like a whole a whole career. Like if it wasn't for that Queen Mary night, like we probably would have been here today. You guys would probably stick with like abandoned places more the more so than like haunted. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But it was that curiosity and and wanting to experience something like that again that mm-hmm. made us pursue it every single week yeah but that, i like what you said man like the like everyone has a story type of thing i think that's like the best part about the, the paranormal is we've really realized that like you said everyone has that deep down that they want to talk about but they're not sure if it's okay to like talk about and so doing this and shedding like a more public light on the paranormal and just like getting into the, the what ifs it like connects a lot of people i think it brings a lot of people together to like talk about okay what mm-hmm. is out there? Mm-hmm. What is after this life? It's really cool stuff to talk about. 
Yeah, no, like, that's real, man, because it's just about, like, kind of pushing this conversation forward, right? It provides, like, some purpose to what we're doing, and I think that's always cool. I think that's really dope. For sure. I know you guys are starting to explore, like, some haunted locations globally, right? Like, where, where, are, some, where are some places you're uh, looking to go? And have you been, honestly? Um, well, the last trip that we took uh, internationally was actually to the Ukraine and uh, Romania. And so we hit Dracula's Tran- Castle. Transylvania? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Tell me about it. it. It was awesome. It was just, um, it was different than like our core videos because this time we weren't like really dealing with, you know, a demonic entity or ghost or, or whatever, but we were dealing with a mythical sort of vampire creature thing, which was, which it was just like a cool spin off of like our, our normal videos, but we loved it. Super haunted spot for sure. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to kind of check out. There's this haunted island in Italy. It's, I can't remember the name of it. I can't. It's like Pagia. Yeah, too, I can't. Yeah. I can't remember how to pronounce it. But um, definitely want to go there. Uh, we did Rose Hall in Jamaica. That was that was cool. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, That's some like voodoo stuff, huh? Extremely, extremely. Oh, no. uh, I yeah, see. I don't know. If like we this, like mess with the voodoo. <laughs> they called her like they 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 called her like. The, a witch or something man like she was she was killing the yeah, the slaves that. on the property and but like making them she was sleeping with them and killing them and they say that she was burying them oh. on the property it was a whole backstory that kind of made that place extremely creepy like one of the most haunted locations we've been to easily wow one spot we were uh looking at going to this year not globally but uh we've never been to like savannah georgia if you guys are over in atlanta have you guys hit that yes Yes. Our, yeah. uh, our any, pi- any recommendations? Oh, Savannah, the whole town's haunted. I mean, you can just go ahead and take a <laughs> camera and walk through the city. I'm going to be honest. Like, that's just Savannah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we did, man, Sorrel Weed House. That was a good one. That was like where our pilot episode was. Um, man, they got a, a bunch of different places out in Savannah, man. We usually go to Savannah every year. Yeah. I want to go back to Romania, though. Like, so... Tell me about any personal experiences you guys either had. Sam, I'll let you go first. Oh, my gosh. Romania. So we actually just went in and out just for Dracula's Castle. Okay. We brought along our buddy from high school who's also like a a hardcore skeptic. And so what we did was a little bit far-fetched. We went to this haunted spot like right outside of where Dracula's Castle is, Transylvania area. And it was called like the Witch's Pond. And apparently that is where Vlad the Impaler, who Mm. is the real Dracula got executed. And so that water is supposed to be cursed. And so for the first, first time ever, I think documented, we took the haunted witch's pond water to Dracula's castle to try to summon whatever was in there. It's pretty, pretty demonic stuff. (laughs) What was really cool uh, was our, our buddy who like genuinely did not believe by the end of the night, he was so freaked out that he was like, dripping sweat and like he talks about that moment for yeah you know to this day Sheesh. like just this it is yeah. it's pretty amazing what about you Kobe? i mean honestly like our last video that we posted the sally house was absolutely insane for us we had something that was comparable to the queen mary like happening that we experienced um uh to where like it was something that we like sat with even to this day i think about it where i was like how did this happen but yeah. essentially what happened is we were all downstairs, like throwing a birthday party for uh, Sally, whatever. And uh, 
uh, this like magic eight ball that we were like using at like the top of the stairs ended up rolling down somehow. We're not sure mm-hmm. if it was because maybe like a, like a draft of some sort or like, yeah, like AC on or like it was in the other room. You've and, held and like an eight ball, right? Though, like, yeah. it's, it's decently heavy. Like, it's right, not right, like right. just, you know, wind is going to blow it over. So that's why we were so confused. Yeah. We're like, yeah. how is this coming down the stairs during this birthday party for little kids? And, you know, eight balls usually a little kid toy. Right. I think I saw that episode, man. You guys also had uh, something happen with the doll, like one of the dolls, like it was in the corner and it, it reacted to like the paranormal equipment. Yeah, which we're not really sure like what to really think about that because uh, the lady that we were with was using like a Geiger counter, which is more so for like radiation stuff. So I'm yeah. not really sure. Okay. Exactly like the credibility on that. But it was it was super interesting to see that that specific doll only would light up. But right, right, right. what's scary about our experience there is like towards the end of the night, um, Sam and I went, went to the basement because we ended up... Uh, knowing like our viewers would want to see us at least uh, attempt to investigate down there before we ended the night. And there was a pentagram that's kind of like etched out there. Like they, they repainted over it and Sam and I both ended up like standing on it and like saying like, all right, we're ready. Like, let's see like what happens. If there's any like demon or any spirit here, like now's the chance. And ever since then, like our videos from this, like since the Sally house have been like, crazier and crazier like something from there ended up following us but do you, you guys did the lizzie borden home too right yeah oh, that's one of our that favorite spots really of all time cool. i know, like that's a that's wild right you got you got the woman who was acquitted what was it back in like yeah. 1892 um, like yeah for axe murderers for axe murders of her father and her stepmother back in massachusetts yo that's like lizzie um, borden is really cool oh we love uh we love all the true crime mixed with the paranormal side. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's really interesting how that all goes down because, you know, with, with crime and, and murder, there's so much trauma that sometimes it gets left up at the place itself. And Lizzie Borden, it's such an interesting story because it's the ins- unsolved mystery. And what's interesting is one of the buddies of ours that we bring on all these trips is a cousin of Lizzie Borden, like a descendant <laughs> oh. of the actual axe murderer. And oh, so wow. we go back and forth with stories with them all the time. Yeah. And it's it's just so interesting. But yeah, Lizzie Borden was one of the first times we had brought a medium along with us. Okay. Uh and you know, to be quite honest, didn't really believe in mediums before this year. I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, people can make really good predictions. Great. Right, right. Um, and then at the Lizzie Borden house, there was just so many things that were just so spot on about the medium. Like she'd be like, all right. Like right now, let's say you know, she has some device that's not going off and then she'll be like, okay, well, it's actually right here in this corner of the room and put the device there and it would go berserk. And it's just that times 10 everywhere in every room uh, where we, we saw balls get passed back and forth to us. Uh, it was just so incredible that, I don't know, Lizzie Borden is definitely on the, on the highest of our lists. You guys, sure. uh, Kobe, you guys, you guys stayed the night at the home? Yeah, we ended up uh, sleeping there. Yeah, how was that overnight experience? Well, see, that's what's interesting is like, and I feel like us paranormal investigators don't get to like talk about this that often is, you know, we film an hour video, but you're there for 12 hours. Mm. So it's like, what happens when you turn off the camera for that other hours of nothing? I mean, your cameras, your cameras have to charge eventually, right? Like at a certain point, (laughs) like you're going to run out of, you're going to run out of time. Right. 
So we were with three three of our girlfriends, uh, and so they were all terrified to like sleep alone. Mm-hmm. So I think we ended up. I forgot exactly who's you volunteered, house, but we all definitely like buddied up. <laughs> we we, <laughs> like, we like pulled all the uh, the mattresses into one room and just had a big slumber party. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, this is so terrifying. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man. Um, this has been awesome, guys. I really want to give you an opportunity. Like, tell me what's going on next. What you guys got going for the Sam and Kobe brand? We're starting season one, The Attachment, nice. based on the Sally story. And uh, our finale is at the infamous Stanley Hotel. Um, so get ready for that. We got season two coming up. Uh, we've already hit a, cu- a couple of spots in the most haunted hotels. And we are thinking about going down into New Orleans and with the voodoo and the spooky nice. side of that as well. So yeah. that's going to be a whole different realm that we haven't tapped into. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I look forward to checking it out. Where uh, where can we find you, social media-wise? You guys on all platforms? Yeah, on all platforms, at Sam and Colby. We'll be there. Man, what nice fellas, man. What was it like talking with them? Bro, it was super cool, actually. Young cats doing like what we was doing when we first got started. You know what I mean? It was like best friends going to these haunted locations just trying to see what they can find. Um, it's dope because they offer levity as well. I tell people all the time, man, like I've had a lot of wild, wild jobs, car wash. But with none of my jobs with my friends except for this one, man. Bro, we worked together in the food delivery business. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, never mind, guys. <laughs> I guess all my jobs with my friends. The whole point is we cut that off. <laughs> we definitely delivered food together in college. <laughs> Listeners, we do want to hear from you. It's the best part of our show, hearing your tales. Record and send us a voice memo to ghostbrotherspodcast.com. That is ghostbrotherspodcast.com. We want to hear your spooky, ghostly, or even paranormal experiences. Also, please review and rate us with five stars. You better give us that five. I need that. I need all five. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for joining the trio. And remember to subscribe to your favorite podcast. And if you forgot which one that is, it's the one you're listening to, baby. It's the Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay safe. We're going to miss y'all. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery+. Plus. For Discovery Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. At Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shara Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Abalavich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. Our engineers are Mark Bush and Lila Williams.